Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kaseki Cast. I'm your host, Tyler, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Josh. Hey, guys. And we have a very special guest today, Vicky Kujikawa. Hello. Now, you are a distinguished cosplayer and Trails fan, and uh, we wanted to have you on here because, uh, at least I did, because when I first saw your Estelle cosplay, I thought it was the most perfect cosplay I've ever seen. Oh my god, thank you so much. That means a lot because Estelle is one of my favorite uh, characters of all time, so that means a lot. Thank you so much for having me. Can you uh, tell us a little bit how you first got into Trails? Uh, since this is a Trails podcast, I wanted to start out with that before we go into a little bit more of the uh, cosplay discussion. Sure, so I the first game I played, it was a first chapter when it was released on Steam. And at that moment, uh, we didn't even knew second chapter was going to be released. So it was a hard time for a, for any trace fan if you, if you got into the games uh, at that moment. Because when I finished first chapter uh, with that ending, <laughs> I was completely heartbroken, and I was like, "Oh my God, what what I'm going to do with my life right now? We don't even know if." If second chapter is going to be released, we I don't know how much time I had to wait before the announcement, but I remember having to wait more than one year for second chapter. So yeah, it was it was really hard. It was really hard. <laughs> so you played uh, well before I did, and uh, so you've been a Trails fan for longer than most fans probably. Then at least in the West. Yeah, I think so because at that moment. Um, Trials was like super niche game. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I knew it because a friend of mine told me about that game that it was really good, and he lent me the the Steam um, like the Steam Shard uh, account to be able to play it. And, and yeah, at that moment, no one played those games. It was really rare to find someone. Yeah, the ending to Trails in the Sky first chapter is, I don't know if I would say it's my number one favorite moment in Trails, but it's definitely the moment where I was like, all right, I'm in on this series. This is this is great. I and I didn't have to wait for the second chapter, of course, but that was that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, for me as well. But I mean, the whole first chapter game for me is, is really special because uh, the whole game and how Estelle... Uh, is developed uh, throughout the game and I don't know it, it felt really special for me and I felt like Estelle in in a lot of the moments in the game and I don't know it was it almost felt like I was Estelle <laughs> so yeah it was it was really special for me as well uh, so do you have a favorite character from uh, Trails or a favorite game Oof, that's a really hard question, actually, because uh, my top three games, uh, without order, would be second chapter, and then uh, the Crossbell games, Zero okay. uh, Se- uh, and Aono Kiseki. Big, I don't know, uh, I cannot choose. Choices. <laughs> and did you have a favorite character? Oh my god, that is so hard. Uh, I mean... For females, I have to go with Estelle, of course. And with males, uh, I think Olivia is nice. my, my top character. Yeah. Okay. Nice. 
Well, now that we have the, some of the trails talk out of the way, would you like to tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and um, what, uh, like where where you're from and everything? Okay, so I'm from Spain. Uh, I live in, in Madrid, the capital city. Uh, I have been cosplaying for almost 10 years already because I currently have 22 years uh, and I started when I had 13. So what was the first thing that really got you interested in, in cosplay? Was there a certain game or, or uh, a, an anime or something that got you motivated to make your first one? Oh, uh, I remember uh, going to an anime and manga event here in, in Spain for the first time. I think it was in 2012, I think. And I saw all these people with the cosplays and I don't know, it felt really interesting for me to to be the characters I like and everything. So I I told my, my mom that I wanted to learn to how to sew. And she helped me. He, she helped me a lot with that. And I went to some classes for sewing and making patterns. And I started there. My first cosplay was a stocking from Pantina Stocking. And after that, I started um, doing a lot of cosplays with uh, new people because I really liked to make cosplay groups. Like, for example, we made a Fire Emblem Awakening cosplay group. It was really huge. We also made a Ruby uh, group. It's a, like a, a 3D anime, kind of anime series from America. And yeah, after that, I started to try for really difficult stuff because, I don't know, I wanted to learn and it was like a challenge for me. So, I don't know. That's how I, I started. <laughs> what were some of the, the early, like the first uh, problems that you encountered when you were making some of your first cosplays? Mm, well, at the beginning, for me, it was really difficult to make uh, props and armor. Because, yeah, when, when I went to the classes, I started ho uh, to learn how to sew and make patterns for clothes. But uh, the armor and the props were for me a bit difficult. Uh, and at that moment, we didn't have as many resources as we had right now. Like because right now, if you search in the internet, it's really easy to find uh, any kind of uh, YouTube videos, um, tutorials, and a lot of stuff to learn. But at that moment, it was difficult. To find those of course we had some of them but it was difficult so you had like to try and, and fail and then understand what went wrong and improve right you kind of had to like do it on your like learn as you go as opposed to being able yeah. to look up a resource yeah I, I can understand that something I've seen you post about more recently is making swords which you mentioned uh, making armor and weapons was was one of the tough things that you learned earlier on and now I, I don't make cosplay I haven't really been involved with too many uh like firsthand like friends that made some or something and so I never really understood how people made some of those swords and you've been doing like step-by-step -step work in progress type uh pictures and posts which I really I really enjoy that because I can see how how you're making some of these things happen and I never really I uh I never realized how 
the swords would be made out of you were layering foam and then sanding them so, so that they would uh, form to the shape that you wanted. Yeah, well, that's one of the many techniques you can use because uh, nowadays uh, you can find a lot of people who work with 3D printers uh, and of course that process is really different from what I do. But since I cannot afford a 3D printer and it's a bit of a mess for me <laughs> to do that, I go with the, with the foam way and I don't know, it's something that I, I learned by watching other other cosplayers watching a lot of tutorials and kind of how to say it, like mixing a lot of knowledge and trying to making to make your own style yeah exactly I can't believe you got to learn that for like almost free I guess if the, if it is actually free like watching other people well I have to earn a, a, like a college degree for it <laughs> yeah I I've never well I have some small books like cosplay books but those were released like uh, I don't know three years ago or four years ago not many time ago I have those like to try to see some tips or maybe learn some kind of I don't know extra small little things but yeah I I don't know it's like a process I have in my head like when I see something I say hmm, how can I do that uh, how do I try to go from this um, I don't know thing that usually are very complicated because I don't do easy things <laughs> and try to go to the basic and it's like the, the inverse process, right? So mm -hmm. when I'm making it, I start from scratch and I go, okay, my base is this evaporum and I need to, I don't know, add three layers and then, you know, I, I'm, I start building my, my stuff. So I do, I do the, the reverse project. I mean, process, the reverse process for that. So, I don't know how to explain it. It's like something I have in my head and... <laughs> I don't yeah, know. no, yeah, I, I think I kind of understand what you're saying, just because, like, um, well, we also kind of did this. Um, I took, like, modeling construction, like, 3D, 3D modeling construction in college. Um, where we have to make, like, prototypes out of foam. So I think it's kind of similar, in a sense, on how you do it, where you're, like... Uh, layer down foam and then you like um, I don't know cover it with stuff like put in some putty or something yeah. and then just build it like or like sculpt it or, I guess something similar yeah. to that I yeah suppose. I think it could be called a sculpt I think because I have uh, I don't know something and then I sand a lot mm -hmm. and yep. yeah so I think I think it could be called the sculpt <laughs> So the, the most recent sword that you've been posting, um, I, I am unfamiliar with what it's from, but uh, if you could talk about that for a minute. And I wanted to say about the, the painting that you did on it. It's so, it's so good. The pictures that you posted, um, you know, you're just taking a picture of yourself holding it up to a mirror, but so you can see what the lighting is like on, on you and the rest of the room. But the sword itself looks like it's like almost lit up. It's, it's painted yeah. so well. Thank you so much. Yeah, that sword was really difficult. Well, as I said, uh, for me, making props and armor was always like something difficult. And I still find that as, as a challenge. So this one is a sword from Genshin Impact, uh, the Song of Broken Pines, which is the weapon of Eula. 
And yeah, since I'm going to cosplay her, I decided I had to do the sword. And it was a bit chaotic at the beginning because I thought that was going to be easy. And of course it wasn't. And it took me two months to, to do the sword from scratch. And yeah, the painting was one of the hardest parts because it has a lot of gradients and a lot of different shades of blue. And being able to get the, the colors I, I wanted was difficult. And then doing the, the gradients was uh, definitely a challenge because um, I paint with brushes. Okay, so to make gradients, usually uh, a lot of people use uses uh, eyebrush, which is uh, makes things uh, easier to make gradients. But since I don't have one, I painted everything by hand, like with the I don't know the usual brushes you you use. So it was it was a bit difficult, and it took me I don't know maybe one week of six and eight hours per day painting to oh, wow. finish the the painting of the sword so yeah it was difficult <laughs> do you find it difficult to uh when you're taking so much time to do something to make sure that you take your time and do it right instead of wanting like being too excited to want to finish it and going too quickly and and maybe making something that you wouldn't be uh, as satisfied with? Yeah, I cannot do that. I cannot do that because then I have it in my head, like, this thing is not 100% how you want it, and I cannot I can, I cannot go and continue with the next step or finish something if anything is not as good as I could. Of course, of course, I mean, if I'm going to make this sword again, like, if I had to do a second one, I think I will... I will make it better, of course, because we always learn from the stuff we do. But I'm not able to show anything that is not as I uh, as good as I want, because then I f I feel bad. I it's it is in my head, and it's always reminding me, Vicky, you know, this is not as you uh, as you want. So yeah, it's it's impossible. Of course, I'm excited when when I'm near finishing. Uh, any project I'm very excited to to finish it to take the photos it's like oh my god let's go finish it be fast and I don't know but I can I cannot upload anything that that is not or as I think I I should upload it now a question that I've always had about different cosplays and especially with the props that uh, different um, different characters would have is how uh, fragile are the props like I, I know that the sword you were making some out of foam which may, would make me think that it would be a little bit more durable uh, but what what's how much uh, how fragile are some of these things yeah that depends on the prop or armor or accessory or whatever you are making in this case um, both, the, both of the Genshin swords I've made are made out of foam and I'm pretty sure that even if it's, I don't know, they, like, they are very durable but I always try to, to be as delicate as possible when carrying them or when doing anything because even if I know they are more or less durable I think that they will break and I'm like always super scared. 
I think the most fragile part is the painting actually because even if you paint and then use a varnish any small heat or anything can kind of destroy a bit of painting so I think that's the worst part not the prop or the sword but the painting of the of the prop mm -hmm. now regarding your Estelle cosplay how did you what did you do for the staff that that you have that one was pretty easy actually because I bought a PVC tube from well a, a store here and I only had to add the 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 top and the bottom parts of the stuff. Uh, those were made with foam and a bit of warbler, so they were a bit more durable. But the stuff was was pretty easy, actually. Now another thing I've seen you make are wigs, and something that I have been curious about is how difficult are those to store? Because it seems like it would be easy to, you know, mess up the the way that you have the wig set. I mean that's kind of tricky because it depends on the on the wig. I have like a, a drawer full of wigs, each one in their in their bag and, and everything. But of course, uh, some of the wigs are difficult to store because of how the hair is on or anything. So it depends. But of course, before you go to a photo shoot or an event, you you always need to to style them a bit at least what do you find the most rewarding when it comes to making cosplay like is there one specific thing that you enjoy more uh than another or is is your favorite part maybe when you just finish a a new a new uh piece yeah i think the most rewarding part is when you finish something and you you can post it online and or, or wear it to an event and when people say to you, whoa, I really love how you did this, oh, that looks so cool, or whatever, it's, I don't know, it's really... It's like, it's like people enjoying your work. It's yeah. like the, the, the reward of it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you enjoy the process of making the cosplay more, or do you enjoy wearing it to an event more? I think, hmm, wearing it, because uh, that's when, when you see your work finished. Uh, well, I also I also like to participate in contests, and uh, any of those two, like wearing it to an event or participating in the contest, is like I'm here. I've worked a lot of time for this. This is the moment I'm I get to show my my stuff. So for me, that's better than the process of making it. Of course, it's like I mean I enjoy uh, making it, but sometimes it can be kind of difficult depending on what I'm doing or if something goes wrong and I have to repeat it but so it's like the process uh, is good but the final moment when everything is like everything joins in that moment is like for me is the, the best time. Are you ever really nervous the first time you wear uh, like a, a new newly completed cosplay? Yeah, I'm like excited to see how it's received or when I post the photos or anything. And of course, if the cosplay is for a contest, that's, I mean, I, I feel really nervous and anxious and everything. Yeah. Can you tell us about some of the contests that you've entered or any uh, awards that you've gotten? 
Uh, yeah, well, some of the, the awards are from competitions here in Spain, but um, two years ago, just before COVID happened, uh, I participated in the World Cosplay Summit uh, qualifiers from Spain. Uh, the World Cosplay Summit is like the World Championship of cosplay. Ooh. So uh, it's a, a contest you have to enter with uh, another person, so it's pairs. And it it's about the craftsmanship of the cosplay, like how well it's made, and about a performance. You have to make a performance of two and a half minutes, more or less, and then the winner is decided between the craftsmanships and how the performance is. And that was my the first time I, I entered the the contest. And I mean, we worked really hard and uh, our cosplays were really well made and the performance was really good. I mean, I shouldn't say this, but it was really good, but we had really bad luck. And the problem is that if in your performance, the, the judges see that something went wrong, you are disqualified. Oh, so no. we got disqualified. Yeah, it was really hard because we spent one year working on the costumes and the performance. It was a really wild performance. Actually, it was super crazy. And I mean, I was told by the judges, which uh, the judges were the the former winners of the world championships in in Japan. Uh, I I love I love them so much. I'm like, I don't know. They are someone I I I want to be like them. And well, we were told that yeah, it was uh, really sad that that we had really bad luck because they thought we we could be one of the top contestants there that our cosplays were really good and everything. But yeah, that's bad luck and it happens. So yeah, I mean, it was really a really good experience and of course I got really good. I don't know. That talk with the with the judges were really really special for me because someone that you have been following following for years that you really think is good telling you that your work is is good and that you can be there in the in the finals meant a lot for me. But yeah, so I I want to come back to the to the contest and try to qualify to be the Spanish uh, representatives. But yeah, with COVID, everything is like difficult. So I don't know when when that contest will come back. Oh, so it only takes place every once in a while. Yeah, it's like every year you have the, the I mean, the, the World Championship uh, in Japan uh, and all the teams that get selected to be there go to Japan and do the, the same, like the craftsmanship and the performance and everything. And then uh, you have the, when, when the, the championship ends, you have to, the, the, to select the teams. So in a lot of parts of the world, a lot of countries, they held the qualifiers for the World, world Cosplay Summit. And then the, uh, each, each country chooses the, the representative that will go to the, to the finals that next year. So it's, uh, each year you have like the world championship and the, the qualifiers. Uh, so what was, the, what was the cosplay that you chose to enter in that contest? We went with Pretty Cure. 
the Cure Black and Cure White, I was Cure Black, because it was really special for us since uh, that anime was aired in Spain for the longest time when we were uh, younger and it was really special for us and it, it was also really known in, in Spain so uh, we thought we could do like something special since that meant so much uh, to us and it was also the 25th anniversary of the of Pretty Cure so it was perfect. Now I've seen you post a few times, uh, this might have been some point last year, that you were selling some of your your cosplay is there uh does that something that you have that you do very often or is it just you were you decided that it was uh something that would be a good thing that people might want to buy um i had to do it because i don't have enough space in my house mm. so <laughs> yeah at some point I, I go back to all the cosplays i have stored and i have to say okay i'm going to use this i'm not going to use this i want to save this one or not and i have to make difficult choices and try to sell them because i mean just to try to to get something in return because it's either sell it or throw it into the the trash so <laughs> I, I always try to to sell it so they have an, a new home and I don't have to, to throw it in the trash because that would be really painful. Yeah, no, that would be really sad. And and if someone else can enjoy it too, then that's 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 really cool. Yeah. But yeah, after 10 years of, of doing cosplay, I imagine you would have a ton of, of different pieces that you'd eventually be running out of space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nowadays I don't have that many because I have been one year like working in this other cosplay that got like it's right now waiting for me to continue and uh, before that we went to the world cosplay championship so that was another one year of only working on that one so I don't have that many right now but yeah uh, some years ago I I did way more cosplays uh, than I do right now because I of course I made easier cosplays and I used to make like two cosplays per event here mm. like to go to an event with two different cosplays and that was a lot <laughs> that would be a lot yeah so you've taken a lot you've done a lot of photo shoots with different um your of your different cosplays do you always work with the same um, photographers when you do this because I, I can't remember I know you've tagged them in your in your different posts yeah I uh, one of them like the photos we did of my Ketsin cosplay from Genshin were with the same photographer uh, that um, did my Diana from League of Legends and Velvet Crow from Tales of so yeah and I will work with him in the future as well because we had a good relationship and we, I think we can work together quite well. And the other photos, um, sadly, some photographers don't live in Madrid. So it's a bit difficult to try to to arrange the photo shoots with them. But of course, I, I want to work with them in the future because I really like their work as well. But I don't know when will that be possible. <laughs> 
So you mentioned it a little bit, but uh, is there any other thing that you're currently working on or plans, things that you have planned for the future that you uh, are willing to uh, maybe tease people about? Yeah, well, I'm currently working on Genshin Impact cosplays because I'm just too deep into Genshin. <laughs> uh, I've made Ketching and I want to make a photo shoot of Eula. Like, if I can in September, in early September, but I don't know how, how easy will that be. And I'm currently working on Ningguang as well. And I'm planning on doing uh, some characters from the Inazuma region, such as the Shogun and, and Sara. And I don't know, I don't have any other plans in the near future, really, because with the whole Genshin stuff, it's like, oh, new character. Oh, maybe I want to do this. Let's do this, because it's like, I don't have any plans. Like, I wanted to participate in this contest again, as I told you, but with COVID, everything is, I don't know, you don't know what, what is going to happen. <laughs> so I'm not planning that much in advance. I'm just doing what I want to do right now and try to do it when I can. If you choose to cosplay uh, Raiden Shogun, if you manage to pull off pulling a sword from her chest, I believe you you should deser you're deserving of a win. Oh yeah, I want happen. to do that. I want to do that actually. I, I really want to do the her spear. I think it's really cool. And mm -hmm. the battle with her was, was really cool. But um uh if I make if I make her I want to do that photo when she pulls out the sword. And I already have in mind how uh, how would I do it. Oh, because of course I, so I would have the sword and well with my photographer, we I think we could manage to do that. I'd be interested to see how you'd manage to, to get that done in a picture. That'd be really cool. Well, of course, of course, you need to do a lot of edit afterwards mm -hmm. uh, because sadly I cannot do that in real life. It would be really cool, <laughs> but I cannot get it. So yeah, uh, my idea is to make the sword and well, not the full source, you know, only part of the sword that it's in and then try to edit that in the, in the post-production. <laughs> but yeah, we have to, to see. I, right now I'm focused on, on Yula because she's the one with the closer photo shoot and finishing Ningguang so I can do a proper photo shoot as well. And when I'm done with the Ningguang cosplay, which is, I don't know, it's not half done but the dress is almost done. So when I'm done with Ningguang, I will think about uh, making the the next one from from Inazuma. I don't know which one will I choose to, to start with. Kokomi sounds, uh, looks like it's going to be a pain to do, just because there's so much stuff on her. Yeah, she, she's, I don't know, I really like her design, but uh, I feel like cute cute characters doesn't fit me at all okay. and I usually uh, like or prefer like the strong woman type uh -huh. so yeah I don't think I would do Kokomi I mean I really like her her dress and everything but I think uh, Shogun or Sara or Sarah, even Jai, yeah. yeah I do think Kujo Sara is a good fit for you <laughs> Oh, I, I really like her. Sara is currently like my favorite character from Inazuma right now. So, yeah. uh, and Vicky, did you have anything you wanted to specifically mention or talk about that maybe we didn't ask or we didn't get to? Hmm. How about Kuronoki Seki news? 
what do you think about about Kuro Would you cosplay any of them, given on the information we know currently? I like some designs. The the girl that that has a Sarah feeling. Uh, I think she's really cool. But I need to play the game before deciding if I want to cosplay someone. But yeah, the, the game is looking good. Like, Kurono Kiseki is... I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in Kurono Kiseki right now. I could see... Uh, it'll, it'll take like four years maybe before we get to play it. Yeah, I know. Sad. <laughs> I, I could see you picking Kilika as a character to cosplay. Oh, true. Kilika, she's cool. She's cool. But if I had to choose between Kiseki characters to make another Kiseki cosplay... Mm, I think I would go with, uh, of course, the time skip Estelle because that uh, that those clothes are really cool. Mm -hmm. um, I also like Sarah a lot. Hello, Claire. And I really like uh, Vita Clotilde with her uh, big dress. That one is really cool. And from Zero and. Uh, Aono Kiseki, my favorite character, well, girl character, is Ellie. Oh, nice choice. I don't yeah. think I've ever met anyone who says their favorite character is Ellie, but there's a first time for everything. And I also like Ellie, so I feel like a strange, I feel a strange kinship with you. Yeah, I mean, well, all the S S S as 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 I don't know how to pronounce it in English. So the Crossville Police group is really great i love them all i mean it's such a, a good group of characters i don't know but i really liked ellie a lot in and her development so i don't know she's she's really special for me as well and i really like her with with joy and the dynamic they have with Theo and randy and everything so i don't know they are in a special part of my heart I think it would be really cool to see, um, I don't remember seeing any cosplays you've done where you had a character that had a gun. And both mm, Sarah... No, I, I've, never been, I've never done a gun before. Yeah. Both Sarah and Ellie have guns, so that would be an interesting uh, different thing too. But Josh, I don't know if I would say yeah. Ellie's my favorite character, but as I'm a sucker for healers because I suck at games... Uh, <laughs> I always like I, I was having an argument with one of my friends earlier because she like never uses Ellie for aura rain no. and she just no. uses uh she just uses uh Tio and has that one quartz where if you use a water uh, Oh my god but Ellie was broken what the fuck she was super broken with the with the wind quartz and I mean in Aono Kiseki there was a quartz that reduced the the, the cooldown mm -hmm. for the wind arts after you casted one and she was super broken it was ridiculous i was constantly spamming the most powerful wind art all the time like maybe two or three team, uh, times in a row it mm -hmm. was ridiculous I, I i i think ellie's great i always like the healers though like elliot i know a lot of people say elliot's like all he does is talk about music and i don't really care because he's got the the healing stuff, man. That's the important stuff to me. Yeah, she. she uh, I mean, Elliot was was cute, but my problem with with Elliot is that some characters in Senoki Seki are not developed. They don't appear in a screen at mm -hmm. all compared to others. So it feels like it's not balanced. Like the mm -hmm. group is not balanced. Like we could have more development for Elliot, for example, or Laura. She 
I don't know. I, I feel like some characters in Senokiseki, if you remove them, the, the plot won't change at all. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And it's a bit sad to see so great character development and other characters that doesn't have that don't have anything. It's like why can can you show me more of these characters, please? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's a pretty common common sentiment. So you're not alone there. Well, thank you so much, Vicky, for joining us to talk about cosplay a bit and trails and uh, Genshin too, since Josh is is such a big fan. Um, <laughs> Uh, would would you like to let people know where they can follow you? Yeah, uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me again. It was really fun. And my main social media is uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and Well, Instagram is uh, most cosplay-focused, fo- uh, and you will only find uh, cosplay there, while Twitter, I, I use it to talk about games and other stuff I'm doing. Both of them are Vicky Kujikawa, uh, so it's the same anywhere, maybe. Uh, and then you can follow uh, Josh and I at the regular places. I'll put it in the description, too. But yeah, thank you so much for joining, and uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>